Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. If there is something in your life that you're very connected to, maybe you spend a lot of time with, we'd call that a relationship. Would you consider that you have a relationship with food? You really do. You really do have one. And you may be emotionally eating and not even knowing it. Life is can be challenging. And then you run to the kitchen and then you start eating and you wonder, why am I doing this? We're going to talk about the possible signs of emotional eating, how you deal with stress and cope when it comes to eating. And she knows all about that. She's an amazing health coach and also a life coach. And she's back with us. Debbie Ropo is on the program. Hey, Debbie, how are you? Wonderful, Steve. How are you? I'm well. Yeah. And this whole relationship with food, it's a real thing, right? Oh, yeah. It's its really fascinating. Uh, you know, we all go to food for comfort sometimes. I mean, it's wonderful, and it's a great thing. You know, you go to mom's house for, you know, Thanksgiving or something. That's great. It's when we do that every time we have this emotion. This is the way we go out. This is, our, this is what we do. We go to food. That's when we want to start paying attention to it. That's when, when we know we might be in trouble. How do you differentiate between the emotional eating and maybe it's the same thing. And when somebody just says, hey, you know, I just deserve it. I, I deserve to eat that piece of cake. I've been working hard. I do a lot. I know it's not the best for me, but you know what? I, I enjoy it and I deserve it. Is that also considered emotional eating? It can be. And, and it, it, it's dependent. Is that the only way you reward yourself? Like, you know, is that your reward system that it always goes towards a, a healthy choice? Right? So. Oh, I lost you there, Debbie. Can you hear me? I don't know where she went. <laughs> Come back, Debbie. I was on the cliff here. I was just listening. I was like, hmm, we, we hit an important point. Okay, what we're going to do is take a very short break and uh, get her back on the line here as we talk about uh, food rewarding and emotional eating. Hang tight. All across Greater Fort Lauderdale, millions of taste buds are cheering. Hey! Because right now you can dine at top restaurants and enjoy amazing three-course meals starting at just $35. So good. This is what I'm talking about. Pass the butter. It's all part of Lauder Deals. Great deals at restaurants, spas, attractions, and of course, hotels. Look at that beach view. Look at that mini bar. See all the Lauder Deals and plan your beach getaway at visitlauderdale.com slash deals. Hey, who ate all the key lime pie? If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. All right, we're back. We're talking with health and wellness coach, life coach, Debbie Ropo, about emotional eating. And we left off talking about rewards. 
when you feel like you're rewarding yourself. Hey, you know, I, I deserve this. Uh, and, and you feel that that can be, if it, if it's too often, then it's probably emotional eating. Is that it, Debbie? Right. So it, the emotional eating loop is there's a trigger. You have an emotion. The behavior is an unhealthy eating habit. When it's that loop, then you know, oh, wait, I, may, I need to look at this. Right? If it's every time that this trigger comes up, this, that, that emotion, boy, when that emotion, whichever one it is, if it's the anger emotion, if it's the same emotion, whatever it is, and then that behavior is always that bad habit, that's where we want to like, that's where we want, okay, wait a minute, I got an emotional eating loop happening here that I want to look at. Mm. It's hard to be mindful, I would imagine, you know, that, that, that you're in that loop. Is it, how do you, what do you, what should you be doing? Should you write down what you're eating? Keep a journal? Yeah, uh, journaling is a great way, just being attentive. And again, awareness really is the first step, just starting to be attentive to it. Uh, Last week, we had talked about the emotional hunger and physical hunger, that there are different signs. And to, you know, to know that, we talked a little, you know, that starting suddenly, if it's that quick, sudden, oh my God, I'm starving, you know, like right this second type of, that's a trigger, that might be an emotional hunger. You know, physical hunger is something that kind of grabs on, like, oh, I'm getting hungrier, I'm getting hungrier, I'm getting hungrier. That sudden is, oh, I just got pissed off. (laughs) I'm going, I'm sitting down, I'm opening that bag of chips and I'm whooping them down, right? So that kind of, kind of having that awareness can really help you identify what's going on. I would imagine, too, if it's happening late at night, that's a, that's a flag. Yeah, sure, sure. There's, there's, um, you know, some possible signs of emotional eating. Just is, is eating. A, I'll give you a, a handful. Of them. There's a, you know, a, there's a lot, but I'll give you a good five. That eating alone or eating in secret, it's it's, it's a clue that maybe something's up that we want to pay attention to. Mm. Uh, eating foods that you wouldn't eat around others right it's like oh yeah i'm super healthy here i'm super healthy but then you're home alone and you're whooping down something you would never be eating in front of your peers uh hiding packaging um uh, feelings of sadness anxiety guilt shame worry or powerlessness yes that's a big one i'm learning that more and more that Eating is connected to power, even the reverse of it, not eating, anorexia, eating disorders. It's when people feel powerless, that's the only way that they can truly have power. It really is a huge factor. Uh, Mm. And and the last one is digestion issues, difficulty sleeping, and weight fluctuation. These are all possible signs of emotional eating. And what what I think is so powerful about the emotional eating is that it really is a loop. And, and just like if you imagine driving on an old dirt road and it, there's, you know, the tires, they get rut. So it's, it's, that's the loop. This, you're just on this pathway. And so when you have a certain emotion, you've always just jumped to that food to help soothe you, right? The, the way we... Uh, three we you know there's there's reasons why we use food to cope it's to comfort to control just like you said Steve that power and distraction those are really 
the emotional reasons why we're using food. Um, and again, it's okay to be distracted sometimes, you know, or on occasion. This is when we're going a little bit where, where this is what we do on the norm. How do you break that cycle? That is key. So now we're in, right? So we've got this rut, and it's all about making that change, identifying the emotion, right? Because our cue is the trigger. Whatever trigger, boy, we got all those everywhere. <laughs> we got plenty of those. But then we have the emotion. It's learning and being like we had talked about a couple weeks ago, the emotional intelligence with that emotion. Am I able to recognize my emotion? And more importantly, I feel like sometimes the meta emotions, which is what you feel about what you're feeling. For example, I feel anger. I feel guilty because I'm angry. (laughs) So it's like, you get this like double whammy. So, you know, and then there's, uh, other components of the emotional intelligence. You have to then understand your emotion, then regulate it, and then express it healthfully. And that's really the only way to get out of the loop. And this will affect every area of your life. Obviously, you can only imagine it's emotional. It's saying we're talking about food here, but it affects every area because it's your emotion. So that's really the only way to get out of the loop is you got to start identifying what's going on, being real open and honest, and then start playing with, okay, how do I create emotional intelligence here? And you'll just work through it baby step at a time. The expression part that you mentioned, to me, resonates as a very pinnacle part, where if you're you're feeling, we all feel emotion, and if you're going to express it by just saying, well, the heck with it, I'm just going to eat, or I'm, I'm going to treat myself and then you keep doing it. It, it sounds reasonable that you, you need to pivot in a different direction to, to vent, to express what you're feeling instead of eating. Yeah. It, it, it's really, you know, I'm not a trauma specialist, but they've, I've done a lot of trauma work. And you, they, you'll, you'll hear a lot about, you know, the trauma stored in the body, hmm. you know, stored in the body and it shows up in our physical health and, and, to be able, if we have a trauma or an, ex, and we don't, it's not ever expressed, right? It 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 stays with you until it is, and so to learn how to express ourselves healthfully, right, without um, screaming and yelling and right in a healthful way, it's just a miracle. You know, um, this is a little off, but it's but it's not because. Expressing emotions. I can't tell you how many clients I've had who have reduced the stress in their lives by finally, honestly expressing their emotions to their partners, the people in their lives, and been able to make small adjustments because of that that have reduced so much stress in their lives. So that expression of emotion is, is important. But knowing that you have understand it first. You know, you gotta, that's first step. You've got to understand what that emotion is. Because, again, we've talked about this before. You might come in, I'm angry. What are you? Are you really embarrassed? Are you, right? And to be, again, it's a lot of exploration. And it's not for the weak. <laughs> because this, this emotional work, if you want to change your life so that you use food to nourish your beautiful body so that you have energy, you wake up healthy, you reduce symptoms, 
to increase movement, uh, clarity, mind. It takes it takes the time and energy and work to to get there. That's for sure. I don't want to say it's a walk in the park, but it's worth work. Can we go to the the trauma? Yeah. And where that begins, like it, it could be any situation that caused trauma, even your childhood, whatever. But then yes. you're you're saying that it's stored in in yes. your body and then it just keeps coming up and it manifests in all different ways and it can also connect to food. Yeah. And you know, if you think about that, how often this happens, uh, if there is, if we're talking about childhood trauma that you just brought up, Steve, when you have a childhood trauma and if food has been your comfort, that is that is a a lifelong challenge then right if, if and if you think about how often we support that as even parents oh yeah you, you lost it to get at the baseball game let's go get ice cream no uh oh oh honey don't cry it's okay okay well here have a cookie right that that sense of that food is there for reward or and, and to appease to heal to help in some way and to help adjust that it's a, Learn what it is and, and to train even our children. You know, if we go at the coach as parents, if we can think about that, that food never being anything other than nutrition, it should be fun and enjoyable and all that good stuff, but it's not there to soothe you. It's not there to comfort you. Our mind is there to do that. We're to mm-hmm. do that. We need to do that on our own. And when we can do that on our own, the chaos can bounce around us, and we sit in our little calm boat. We don't even need oars. We're so confident. Ring the bell. Because <laughs> that, that, that's huge. That's huge. Because even, you know, I don't think I have any issues with food. However, I will, I will have something to comfort. I do it. I will admit it. Sometimes I'm like, man, you know what? And it's very, very far and few, but I'm like, I'm going to get a chocolate shake and it takes me back yeah. to being a kid. Um, yeah. Or I may be doing it, not even knowing it. And I bet a lot of people would say that why they make their, their choice. I don't think we just choose food for nourishment. We choose it for happiness. Why do you pick a certain restaurant? Because you want to be happy. You want to enjoy the experience. It's not just the food. It's also the experience, but it's probably it's probably a situation where you need to blend in between the comfort and uh, and 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 the happiness, and sometimes it goes yeah. over, you know, and and exactly. spills over. And I think that's what I, I want to be real clear that this is a eighty uh, twenty kind of deal, like you know what I mean. It's like one of those deals where it, it's so normal to go to your favorite restaurant. It's so healthy to grab that chocolate milkshake every once in a while you know it's that's totally fine and healthy and and it's a that we can use it as that but just like anything else it's when we go overboard with it it's when it's that consistent every time Steve you're upset about you and your wife or whatever situation you're like Boom, you go out, you get in your car, and you go to McDonald's, and you get a cheeseburger and you know, two of them and a milkshake, and then you're like, okay, all right, okay, now I'm okay. Now I can handle this. Now let's go on, right? 
that's a huge difference. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to have a milkshake. I, you know, I haven't had one in a while. I'm totally healthy. All is well. Yeah, that sounds fun. Oh, this makes me feel great. That's one story. Oh, my gosh, I've got to go do this because I can't emotionally cope here unless I experience this. This is how it's going to help me comfort my – you know what I'm saying? You, can you see the difference? It's, it, it, there's such a difference. How does it start with you when somebody wants to conquer this whole thing or they may feel that, you know, yes, I'm emotionally eating. I, I, I'm, I'm listening right now. It's like, mm, you know, that does sound like me. How does the whole process start when with somebody working with you, Debbie? Right. So uh, you just, you know, hop on my website, Debbie Ropo, D-E-B-B-I-E, Ropo, R-O-P-P-O, uh, healthcoach.com. And right on there is uh, an area where you can do a free consult, and we have a conversation. And once we uh, both decide we're a fit for each other, then we have either a three-month or a six-month package is what we work together because you need to, to get that rut in the road. you got to take some time to do it, right? It takes some, some, some time, so we do a three- or six-month program, and I work Every week with you, we meet and we have goals. We know where you want to, where you're at, where you want to go, and then we baby step our way there. And it can look so different. Every client is so different due to health issues or whatever they're looking at. So we would just design it to fit your lifestyle so that you can gain your health, improve your energy learn about your emotional eating if that's your case it might not be it could be other issues or whatever and 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 we just work through it all and uh and at the end what i love the most is that you come out with more energy you do feel healthier um i don't i I don't believe in being prideful but i am very proud of who i am as a health coach because i'm really good at what i do this is what i love to do this isn't something i i would I, I for for the first three years I had more unpaying clients than clients paid because I just uh, you know it's it's a passion I have and and your health is available the body it naturally wants to heal so sorry went on a little rant there <laughs> wow uh, and and I have to tell you um, I was a I was a large kid and it made an impact on me and. I lost a lot of weight in my early 20s. And even though you would look at me and say, you look like you're in great shape, in my mind, that's not what I see. Yeah. And it's not, I don't have any major issues. And and I eat pretty much whatever I want. I don't even think about it anymore. Um, But I know I should be doing way better. And, And why is that? You know, time... Uh, stress, all of that going on. It's like, I don't have time to cook. And listen, last night, I'll be honest with you, Debbie, I was in the supermarket grocery store with my daughter yeah. and we were shopping for food. It was late. And I was like, I could grab something, and make it. Don't laugh at this. But I picked up my phone. I said, I'm ordering Chinese next door. I'm going to pick it up. Even though I had a cart full of groceries. Um, yeah, I- yes. So, the, you know, life yeah. gets in the way sometimes of better eating choices nothing wrong with the chinese food i got it steamed um but even still you know i should have made something should have cooked something but you know i i feel you're one of those people that can put us back on track you know kind of just you know shine the microscope and the and the spotlight on what's going on within our uh, our lives and and our relationships with food yeah 
And Steve, don't shit all over yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's just fine, a little Chinese. 80-20. 80% of the time, healthy, healthy. 20% absolute indulgence, enjoy, and don't worry about it at all. Mm. The body's healthy. The body is capable of health when it doesn't. Perfection is orthorexia. That's a, a, a newer word term in the last, I mean, five, ten years. When that, that perfection, that we have to be perfect in food, is as, hun- as unhealthy. We don't need that. It's unnecessary. I've seen it across the board. I've seen the stats. You know, that you don't need to have perfection. You just need that, that, that 80-20 and 90-10 if you have battling any type of disease. <laughs> well, I love the fact that you give us permission to be human, you know, with the yeah. 20%. And, but, but. I, th- I feel the key is figuring out what is the 20%? What comes into that category? Is it, you know, occasional couple of beers? Is it, and, and how do you figure that out into a week's time? Um, the, and, and also the 80%, and that's where you come in. We have literally, literally a, like 30 seconds left. I want to ask this question. And, and you gave us yeah. your backstory um, in the past, but I, I don't think I ever asked you this question, Debbie. Have you struggled with all of this and, and emotional eating as well? I did emotional eating, uh, not for weight loss, uh, but for um, because as a teenager, I struggled being too thin. I have five sisters. I know you have 30 seconds. Five sisters, four of them had over were overweight. I was underweight. Same issues. I just restricted with power. Mm-hmm. That was my power. The only way power I had, I felt, was to restrict. They ate. That was their power. So, uh, yes, I have dealt with it. Emotional eating can go either way, either yep. restricting food or overeating. Yep. And I, I have a family member I'm dealing with just what you described. Uh, yes. And that's how I'm, I'm, I'm on. <laughs> the, the power thing is definitely on my radar. Uh, yeah. It's so important. Everything that we're talking about here. Debbie, how do we find you? Your website? Yes. Debbie Ropo Health Coach, T-E-B-B-I-E, Ropo, R-O-P-P-O Health Coach. Um, and yeah, I'm on all social too. I'm on Facebook. I do a lot of, lot of free information, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, so you can find me there as well. Learned a lot today. Totally appreciate you and what you do and your passion for it. And again, I'm going to say it's so important. We can't live without food. So we need to make the best of it and the best choices. And that's where your, your healthy body and healthy mind comes into play. Uh, thank you so much for being here, Debbie, and look forward next time we get a chance to get together. Yes, thank you, Steve, so much. Thank you. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up 
until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.